and welcome to Sugar Daddies, a podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available mass-produced foodstuffs. As always, I am joined to my right by Alex. And as always, I am joined to my left by Chris. Hello, Alex. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good, good. So, how are the kids? The kids are great. Yeah, we got uh, our littlest one. He's starting to sleep through the night. Uh, hopefully, he'll continue doing that. It's always interesting to see how that turns out. Good, yeah. Are you, uh, are you going to ask me how my child is? Nope. Seems like that's a... Uh, I mean, if you Seems like that's common courtesy. Well, if, if, you're, if your child was a human and not a dog, I can, I can ask you, how's your dog doing? My child's very good, Alex. Thank uh, you. It's good, it's good to hear about your dog. So, Alex, we are in the midst of We're... one of our famed minisodes. Yes, we are. With a little bit of a heavy heart. Is this, this is this last episode? This is going to be the last minisode. But nay, like a phoenix or a disgraced congressman becoming a lobbyist, the minisode rises from the ashes to be reborn as fun-sized episodes. Oh, wonderful. All right, so we're still doing minisodes. For yes, this. every other week we'll have a tinier episode, but from now on they'll be called fun-sized episodes. Because they're fun-sized. Exactly. They're fun. I'm yeah. having fun. Are you having fun? I'm having fun. I am having fun. Oh, good. So in future correspondence with your friends, family, and business partners, please refer to them as such. And we have to give credit to Nathan Palmer for that name. Longtime listener and friend of the show. So on these fun size episodes, we usually like to do some sort of corrections or updates. And this week, Chris, do you remember when we were talking about the uh, genetically engineered corn? It, it haunts my dreams. So I was, I was looking into, I did some research. I'm pretty sure what it actually is, the genetically engineered ingredient, uh, was probably the corn syrup. That makes sense. The solution I proposed was they simply grew them on the pieces of corn and they shaved them off. Yeah, right. So uh, instead, actually in real life, instead of your crazy fantasy land, what it is, is it's genetically modified mutant monster corn that then they render into corn syrup and then put in our foods. Do you think the mutated corn screams when they turn it into syrup? It howls. Hmm, that's upsetting. So as previously mentioned, the leftover food gets taken into Alex's office. Yeah, they hate me there. The last two foods that you brought in were the Brock's candy corn uh -huh. and the Swedish fish Oreos. Now, to my surprise and chagrin, you said that they were all eaten. Yeah, actually, everything was eaten. The candy corn went surprisingly quickly. I could only find one person who had any of it, and they only admitted to having a couple pieces. But my Is it possible that you have a raccoon problem in your office, and they're just sneaking in and eating it? I mean, if the raccoons are doing some good work, uh, you know, it's fine. Quite frankly, with how those tasted, you're going to have a lot of raccoon corpses hanging around. Yeah, so my, uh, my coworker, Luke, he said, it definitely tasted exactly as advertised, which I believe was caramel apple. That was... The only thing I could extract out of him. Apparently, the candy corn wiped his memory. It's not super memorable. No, it was just kind of earwaxy and candy corn-like. What you can't see right now, listeners, is Chris is just nodding his head. I don't believe there is a better, more poetic way to describe candy corn as flavoring an earwax. Uh, but no, he actually seemed to like it. Uh, he thought it was pretty accurate. Out of curiosity, yeah. is Luke mentally unstable? Oh, no. Or somehow unwell? Yeah, it's 100% the case. He does good work. Oh, well, fair enough. My coworkers also got to sample the Swedish fish Oreos after we ate one each and wanted to die. And I actually got a couple responses. I think a few people were actually interested in trying those out because they were sort of novel. My coworker Ryan described it as an experience with large air quotes. My coworker Alex described it as I wouldn't take a second one. Generally when we do these, 
I will eat far more of the candy than I should. I took a bite out of the cookie and was like, I'm good. Yeah, I pretty much had to force myself to eat the rest. Those were very upsetting. Speaking of upsetting, we have a follow-up candy to try today. Oh, God. Yep. Bronx and the mad scientists over there, uh, let's call a spade a spade. They're basically war criminals of candy. Okay. They have a new holiday selection that you can only get at Target. So Um, they they limited the damage. Very few people are contaminated. What horrible demonic flavor have they unleashed upon us this time? They dug deep for this one. The last bag, they're like, you know what? We ruined apples for everyone. What can we ruin next? Brunch. Brunch flavored candy corns. Let's check out the bag here. Looks like the flavors are French toast and maple syrup, waffles and strawberry, which is delightfully noted naturally and artificially flavored, and chocolate chip and pancakes. So these candy corns, like all candy corns, have the three-segment formula. And for the most part, all the colors make sense on these. Except the waffles and strawberry is white, which I assume is some level of cream. Sure. Pink, which is strawberry. I'm with you. And horrendous dark brown. Oh, so burnt waffle. Yeah, if your waffles are that color, you're doing something wrong. And once again, we have our big friendly stamp produced with genetic engineering. Shall we give these guys a munch? I think before we eat them, we do have to quick comment on the horrendous smell that is wafting out of this bag. You know, actually, I disagree. I sort of like it. It's maybe it's because it's just been swimming in the room for a while now. It's sort of comforting. It reminds me of warm Sundays. I just think you've been around it so long you have Stockholm Syndrome. But I like my Stockholm Syndrome. Don't take it from me. Well, on that unsettling note, let's try these unsettling candies. That was quite the emotional roller coaster. Yeah, it was interesting. It started off actually really, really pretty good, which I'm hesitant to say because we've bashed Brock so badly for the other candy corn. We started with the French toast and maple syrup, which mostly was just maple syrup flavored, and I kind of like that. Yeah, you didn't get any of the cinnamon that you would normally expect from French toast, but it did taste like maple syrup. And I have to say... It was palatable. Yeah, actually, I kind of went back for a second. It was not so revolting as to keep me from eating a second one. Yeah, I gotta say, that's actually really good considering where we started. This is the highest praise we have ever bestowed upon Brock's. And spoiler alert, listeners, that praise is slowly going to start being chipped away because then we moved on to the other flavors. Yeah, then we had waffles and strawberry. Tasted a lot like the actual flavor they're going for plus earwax. Yep, tastes like you just dropped a strawberry and earwax. That's not a combination we want. So uh, not a lot to say about that. Yeah, I think the less said about waffles and strawberry, the better. Agreed. Let's move on. The next flavor was chocolate chip and pancakes, or as I like to call it, Oh my god, I'm gonna die. So that did not taste like either chocolate chips or pancakes, but I would say could more closely be compared to licking the bottom of a shoe. That's a that's actually, uh, I wish I had come up with that. That was a much more accurate description. Considering what I had to go through in order to come up with that analogy, it was not worth it. So Alex, I would genuinely say all the goodwill Brock's brought to the table with the first flavor was almost immediately undone with the second two flavors. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him a pass for the waffles and strawberry. Like I said, that's par for the course at this point. But yeah, the chocolate chip and pancakes, it's inexcusable. But I'll I'll be thinking about those French toast and maple syrup ones. Would you say Brock's Target-exclusive brunch flavors are a suitable substitute 
for actual brunch. Well, let's see. So an actual brunch, you would contact your friends. They'd come over, be having a, uh, a laugh, eat delicious food, and hopefully end up in a sugar coma. With these, you'll call your friends over. They'll have some. They'll hate you and still end up in a sugar coma. So yeah, I'd say it's about the same. I think they would pair lovely with a mimosa because if you're super drunk, that is the only way these candies are passable. So I think that's going to wrap up our inaugural fun-sized episode. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to contact us with questions or comments, you can always email us at comments at sugardaddiespodcast.com. If you'd like to help us incite a Twitter feud with Brock's Candies, you can tweet at us at sugardaddiespod. And you can always look us up on Facebook to search for Sugar Daddy's Podcast. And if you really like what we're doing, head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. That really helps out the podcast. We'll see you back here again next week for a full-sized episode and our continuing journey to see what flavors Brox will ruin next.